Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Rainy Days with Tabs. I am your host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have you here today. On today's episode, I'm doing a special Father's Day segment. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there who happen to listen to Rainy Days with Tabs. <laughs> um, this episode is special because I do have a guest. And if you didn't already tell by the title, it's Wendy. I consider Wendy like an older brother. Not an actual older brother, but he he's like an older brother. He's been, he was there with me at my USF days and I appreciate him so much. So I'm very grateful that he was able to join me on this episode. I always just, people never really, well, men never really talk about their experiences being fathers. Uh, I mean, it's more so moms talking about their experience about being mothers, but never the other way around. And so Wendy is a fairly new father of a one-year-old. What, 14? How old is he now, Wendy? He's 14 months now. 14 months. Um, And this is technically your second Father's Day Uh because Amari was born right right before Father's Day. But it's Uh been a little over a year now. How has it been? being a father um man first and foremost um i just want to thank miss rainy day Taz for having me on our podcast um like she said me and her we go way back like cow like whatever they say like cow pack baby backs whatever but um <laughs> um it's been a it's been a wonderful journey and i'm, I'm so blessed and honored to be on this podcast with my sister and I'm telling you guys, you guys should tune in because this is a phenomenal podcast because I, too, myself have tuned in and she has some phenomenal, phenomenal content. And I think you guys should listen to it. Thank you. But yeah. Um, so going to the first question, how is it being a father for the first time? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, it is such an overwhelming feeling because, um, you know, uh, a lot of people may think that uh, a lot of men may think, um, you know, husband is like the ultimate title it's being called a husband actually it's being called a father you know being able to um you know bring your seed into the world um and i think that's like the highest honor and what in my opinion at least i think being a father is like the highest honor any man can receive and um the first time me becoming a father just watching my son being born and like um you know doing the whole process of you know, him being cleaned up him getting ready to you know getting his first little you know just his first little outfit you know, I just couldn't let go of him. You know, he's, um, my son is, uh, he's definitely, you know, brought some things out of me that I didn't know. So being a father for the first time is probably, it's probably one, one of the greatest feelings that I've ever experienced in my life. That's amazing. I mean, you said a lot of positive things, which is great, but you know, it's called rainy days with tabs. So I know there are some times when, being a father didn't seem like that. It, sem- it seemed a little more difficult and it had challenging moments. I mean, when you were having Amari, did you feel like you were ready? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. Any any father who think they're ready to be a father, um, when that child comes, that's when you're going to test that theory to see if you're ready or not. So for me, I have a theory of I don't think anybody is ready to be a parent. Because it's like the excitement and the the cloud nine feeling is there. Absolutely, it's there. But when that child comes, it's like, whoa, okay, what's next? <laughs> How am I going to feed them? Um, um, when should I feed them? Um, um, 
so when should I play with him? I, when sh should I pick him up or make him smile, laugh? Um, I don't know, you know, and that's when a lot of these questions come. So I think um, when it comes to that, I don't think I was ready for it. But um, but one thing about me is um, I don't think anybody is ready for anything. I think you just adapt to it. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I remember having conversations with you <laughs> where you're like, Tavi, I'm going to be a dad. Like, I'm going to be a whole dad. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a big responsibility um, because it's it's not an easy thing to take on the fact that you have to raise the child a certain way. And even being, you know, a husband and also a father, that's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. Um, and for you, both of those things came rather quickly. Yes. And they came at the same time. And so I'm sure there was a lot of pressure for you to be a man. Absolutely. I think um that's I won't I won't want that pressure on any man, but honestly, the pressure is gonna come whether we expect it or not. So um I think some of the biggest mistakes we make as men is that we expect things that because um we expect especially a child coming because we're expecting that happen i think we have a different attitude towards it a different mindset towards it but um i think um because once our mind is set on something i think we tend to act on it but then once we act on it we see that it's completely wrong of how we're supposed to do things so i try to live by no expectations like when my son came i was clueless <laughs> i didn't I was absolutely clueless, and from day one my son was here, I just knew I had to get it right. You know, I had to understand, like, he's my son. I have to learn to understand him. I have to learn his sleeping schedule. I have to learn how he eats. I have to learn his cries. I have to learn when he wants mommy. I have to learn, like, when he's pooping, peeing. I have to learn all these things, you know? Because, um, you know, if we come in a mindset of, like, okay, um, my son is here. I'm expecting him to do this, be that, be that. And then when those expectations don't come, what do you do now? You know? So. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you ever feel like you had something to prove, whether it was to yourself, whether it was to other people, to the mother? Like, did you ever feel like, man, I have to like step up to the plate? And I'm sure there were times when you were tired as well. Oh, man, um, I feel like every day you got to prove yourself that you want to be better. And every day I was, I, every day I was waking up telling myself I had to be a better father for my son. You know, I have to have better patience. I have to have better love, patience. I have to have better kindness because there's times he screams and yells and you're like, you know what? I'm about to put you, bring, take you where you came out of. I'm just going to just put you right back in there, you know? But it's like every day is tough, but if you're someone like myself who like to take challenges because you like to be, you like to challenge yourself to prove yourself that you can do it. I'm a, how can I better love my son? How can I show grace in this area? How can I show patience in that area? So um, I feel like I'm always, I'm always going to, and I think to honestly, I think I will always be trying to prove myself until I see the, you know, the fruits of my labor for my son, like watching him grow up and um, watching him the way he is as a young, well, as he grew up to be a man, how has, 
you know, my teaching, my, my prayers, my, my mold and how the how has that been fun, you know? Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that, you know, impacts fatherhood for any man. And one thing I always hear is that I never want to be like my father. I don't know why that's such a stigma <laughs> with men and their fathers. Um, but I mean, I never really heard of you saying anything bad about your dad. I mean, you were, you made it very clear that he was a tough disciplinarian, yeah, which I feel like is a lot of parents, um, Haitian parents more specifically. Um, and I just always remember you telling me that your father was involved. Um, but one thing that's really cool <laughs> Well, it's not cool. It's a little crazy, especially when you told me was that you found out you had a sister this year, an extra <laughs> sister. <laughs> yeah, Papa was a Rolling Stone. I'll tell you that now. Um, yeah, so it's, it's 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 quite interesting because um, it's like as as I don't and, and, you know quote me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like sometimes the very thing you know that we don't want to be like our father, the very thing we say, hey, I don't want to be like this, like my father we end up being that. And I think sometimes, um, I think sometimes it's like an, an emotional trigger to some certain men. That's why they, they don't want to face those triggers with their sons. They don't want their sons to have those triggers that they have. And so sometimes, for example, some, some men, fathers were very abusive to them, was very, very disciplined, very hard on them. And they have an emotional trigger from it. They have an emotional, how can I say, an emotional, uh, you know, just a, just overall trigger, scars, trauma, and emotional trauma from it. So because they don't want to be reminded from those emotional traumas or triggers, yes, they're going to say, you know, I don't want to be like my dad. You know what I'm saying? I, I would say, I used to say, you know, my, my father's great pops. He was, he's phenomenal. To this day, me and my dad were like brothers. But there were times I was like, man, I'm not going to discipline my son the way my dad disciplined me. Hex no. Because it brought back those emotional traumas, those triggers, those, you know, those times my dad would discipline me and I would be so angry with them. And, and, and I don't want to be like that with my son. But, you know, I, but the discipline that my dad did instill in me, I'm, I'm happy and blessed that, you know, um, I will be able to instill those same disciplines to my son, but I won't do it the way my dad did it. But I will instill a discipline where it's very understanding, it's filled with love, it's, still with, it's filled with passion, understanding, so that my son could um, have a, have a, um, have just, just, just have a more structured life, you know? And again, my dad was, you know, he wasn't the greatest dad. And I, and honestly, I think um, which sometimes where we are, we live by how we were taught. And, you know, maybe sometimes I think that maybe my dad didn't have a great relationship with his, with my, with my grandfather. So sometimes we could blow the blame at our fathers all we can. But honestly, we just have to come to an understanding of, you know, sometimes the way certain men are is because how they were triggered, how they were raised, and how they were um, taught, you know, and um, I think that plays a huge role, especially me being a father now, so I, um, though a lot of men say they don't want to be like their father, sometimes we just have to humble ourselves and just, just get to a point of understanding, why was my father like this, what happened, you know, and that's how I view, that's how me and my father became close, because um, I just, 
came to a point in my life where I have to more have more understanding than trying to, you know, kind of eliminate him out of my life and not bring some of his attributes that he brought in my life so I can instill in my son. And yeah, Papa was a rolling stone. Boy, new sister, everything. But that is... <laughs> Uh, I love my sister to death. Um, you know, um, the new one, you don't even know her when, Hey, but you know what, <laughs> but you know what though, uh, you know, just like God said, you know, love everybody like you would, like you would want them to love you, you know? Okay. And, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, Saint. You know, <laughs> I just always, crazy. I just remember thinking that was funny. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. And then you told me like, she lived like a street down from you guys. So I'm like, dad knew about this other child this whole time and was just like, I'm not going to ruin my family home, so I won't say anything. It's crazy. It it wasn't as hard as I thought it was because as I got to hang out with her and talk to her, she's exactly like she fits in so easily makes no sense. Like, it's crazy. She likes to have fun. She likes to, she's a jokester. Like, like a lot of people, uh, her family, her mom would ask her, where did she get all that from? And then, you know, my dad is like a partier. He likes to have fun. He likes to dress up Mr. GQ. That's what they used to call him back in the day. Yes, he is. (laughs) Guys, I do have to say, Wendy's dad, (laughs) I know how he picked up those ladies in the past because he could still pick up a lady now. I mean, Mr. Suavemente, like really like, yeah. He knows his way. He knows he be he be he a talker. Man, my pops no man. My pops is almost he's about to reach sixty. Man, he still got it like he's thirty. You know? But you so. know what? When I feel like that's where you get your confidence from, and that's why you are the way you are. And I feel <laughs> like there needs to be a thin line between that because it could go left really quick real quick and that is and that is something i don't want my son to see you know having multiple siblings buying multiple mothers and stuff like that's something that i'm not um not built to so um yeah that is um like at the end of the day i want my i want i want my son to see a man of god i want my son to be to see a father i want my son to see a husband i want my son to see all these things because um it, it will, and it, like even him being fourteen months old, people think you know, hey, kids, they're not, they don't remember anything. Yeah, they they might not remember everything, but they're watching. They're watching. They might watch you today and forget it tomorrow, but the but the fact that they're still watching, you know. So that is something that I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I'm not trying to follow my pop steps, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, do you have any like? advice for new fathers out there or maybe you have advice for a guy that's been a father for a while and sometimes he's trying to find a balance between oh man being a disciplinary but also trying to be supportive I know that's such like a thin Uh, line um my advice is fathers we us for the new fathers because I'll speak for both I'm for the new fathers who um who are this is their first time being fathers or they have a child coming into the world. Um, do not live by expectations. Do not live by what the world tell you. Do not live by what social media tell you. Do not believe everything Google tells you, <laughs> you know. Um, learn to love your son. Learn to understand your son. Learn to pray over your son. Like, pray over your son, I'm telling you. Um, and 
be open, be emotionally vulnerable to your son. Because, um, I, you know, one thing I know- Or a daughter. Oh, <laughs> or daughter. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm just speaking because I have a son, but yes, for both your son and your daughter. Because um, one thing I could say that my dad wasn't any, he wasn't emotionally vulnerable with me. And um, in there are certain things I would hurt and I would want to tell him and, you know, and like to, to and, you know get him more involved and in. he was just his emotions wasn't there so I couldn't get the best out of him uh, I feel like um wow. also, new fathers like be emotionally vulnerable to your new ones to your new son or daughter because they they will feel it they will see it to this day my son he's he knows when I'm happy he knows when I'm upset it's it's crazy. He's 14 months and he knows, like, if I'm upset, he'll, he'll just stare at me for a while. <laughs> he just knows that I need to smile. He makes me smile. That once once I smile, he smiles and he knows I'm okay. Um, um, my gosh, just run to, <laughs> run to your child if he or she is crying. Like, run to him because there's nothing more comforting knowing that your father is there in a, in a, in a time of hurt, in a time of anything. You know, I'm not trying to sound like a bad parent. I remember a couple of times my son fell off the bed and I came running, running. Come here. You know, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, but do not live by expectations because I feel like the world pressure, the social media pressures, um, even people who are people who are not even parents, they try to put this pressure on you to, to show you how you're supposed to live as a parent, especially a new parent. And um don't listen to them. Like listen to listen to your heart. Listen to what God is. So if you're a um, man of God or what, whatever, you know, listen to what's been instilled in you. Like listen to yourself and just and just know that what's inside of you is also inside your child. So if you live by expectations, you're gonna make so many mistakes, so many. And um, just really. Be emotionally vulnerable. Um, and, and fathers, be there for the mother. Cause I think I think sometimes you know us us new fathers we tend we rest more than anything. Sometimes you know watching Amara's mom when Amara was born, and even after she had surgery and everything, she's still getting up and breastfeeding, taking care, do all that stuff. And there are times like I would look at her and just be like, man. Let- let me help. Let me do something. And there are times like I would just, I would let her sleep in the other room and get as much sleep as she can. And I'll, I'll hold the child. I'll hold them. I'll hold them. And, um, you know, say so if I, if I know, again, know your, know your child. If I know he's crying for some milk, I will bring him to his mother. But I want, you know, be there, be there again, be there. I'm telling you, even as a, some people think, well, he's only, he's only a couple of months where I'm, there is nothing more stronger in a baby's presence than their father. I'm telling you. And for the and for the guys who's already fathers, been fathers for a long time, I'm just gonna say, guys, continue to be emotionally vulnerable. Like, be consistent. Like, continue to stay consistent. Stay prayed up. Be around fathers who, whatever you're feeling about your child, if you can find a group, if you can find a group of fathers that you could bring all your kids together and let them play so you guys can have men and man talks because 
the one thing about um, fatherhood is that we are under so much pressure, not just being a man of the house, being able to take care of the bills and everything like that. Even if your spouse is working and everything like that, but the pressure like is still on you to be that guidance in the house. And I understand that pressure. And my best advice is just prayer, prayer. I know it's easier said than done, or it's the same old, same old people like to say, but guys, it is the absolute truth. You cannot go anywhere without the presence of God, or you can't raise your child right without the presence of God. And um, I am a full, full, full example of it. I mean, and sometimes when I'm away from myself for a certain amount of time, I am depressed, I am stressed. And like, I sometimes, you know, you know, being a father, well, to me, at least for those who are, who don't love their kids, like the way I do, I, I, I pray for grace and love over your life because you never know what a father could be going through. But prayer, prayer, be emotionally vulnerable, be, be open to your child, be open. I'm telling you, I think society built men to be so strong, tough and closed. Mm. And I think that's what's destroying us the most. For you sure. Know? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. No, I totally agree with that. But Wendy, happy Father's Day. Thank you so much for (laughs) joining me on this episode. And I do wish all of the fathers, uh, once again, a happy Father's Day. And you guys already know it doesn't rain always, but it's raining today. So please go stand in the rain. Rainy tabs, y'all. Y'all go check it out. Stop playing. (laughs) Rainy tabs, Wendy. (laughs) 